0: Hi, I'm Corey. Hi, I'm Tess. Welcome to a lovely place. We're so glad you've joined us as we invite Jesus into the midst of our lives, learning, and laughter.
1: We hope this podcast can encourage your heart and make you smile today.
0: Hello, my friend. Hello, Tess. How are you today? I am good. I was finding it kind of ironic because it's—so we're recording on— president's day uh-huh. so the kids are home from school so i had to do a little bit different routine and so i am in my closet and uh-huh. um for anybody that has listened to the don't mom alone podcast they might know that heather at least originally started recording yeah. <laughs> in her closet yes. so i just was like hmm look at that ironic yeah
1: <laughs> we got some closet conversations <laughs> but we
0: want to share them Right. Exactly. (laughs) So anyway, so we are um, on to chapters nine and 10 of the Don't Mom Alone book Mm -hmm. by Heather McFadden. And these ones were good chapters. I think um, they definitely challenged me (laughs) and are challenging me, Mm -hmm. but encouraging me. So um, chapter nine is don't make me angry. So it's about um, just recognizing our emotions and how yep. they impact our parenting. So what were some highlights for you from this chapter?
1: Um, So many good things. Like I keep, I'm on chapter 10 notes here. Let me turn the page back. Um, <laughs> I just love, again, like she just gave so many examples of, analyzing what was making her get angry and like that made me think of um kendra adachi's book like what made the first domino fall when she was like lazy geniusing her afternoon and like okay the backpacks have to go here and then it helped the rest of the moment not go that way and i just was like how simple it is that that first domino can just be one little change that just sets everybody in the family up for a different moment in that afternoon or that morning or
0: because I can
1: so relate to that or like at bedtime if the house is a mess and we had to do dinner and then it's like this laundry list of things that need to get done to get to bed and it's just like okay I can get frustrated then Riker's frustrated and then Stefan's frustrated and all of a sudden we're all this frustrated and no one's feeling restful and winding down ready for a lovely peaceful sleep like it's like (laughs) Okay, wait a minute here. What's going on that we can back up to have a little yes. more? I don't know if I... I keep talking about peace all the time, but just like...
0: Yeah. Well, it's important to you. It's yeah, important so to everybody, but, The you know.
1: opposite of angry, I don't know,
0: connection, yeah. <laughs> peace. Right? Well, yeah. Heather gave the example at the beginning of this chapter of family photos for Christmas. Oh, you know, yes. and just like how her... <laughs> two of her boys were being their Mm -hmm. joyful silly selves and she was like stop it you know and um
1: we are having a fun time right now right
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i need you to smile and you know and that then she could see the progression in the pictures of how it just Mm -hmm. kind of squashed their their spirits if you will and then they were like just giving the obligatory smile right and i think that's so true how sometimes like we can get so focused mm-hmm. like and i think for me a lot of times the trigger is i'm so focused on this like outcome of something whether it be right you know getting the house clean or mm-hmm. getting ready to go somewhere on time and then th- if there's anything in the way of that it's like come on and then you know yeah. it just kind of turns into this not peaceful moment so right. um so i can definitely identify <laughs> with yes. this chapter yes and i think probably um everybody can but i think especially with motherhood like mm-hmm. in the early days of being a mom when both of you know my boys are two and a half years apart and so in those early years i think that well i think i had undiagnosed like postpartum depression okay. but um also like i got to the point Where never being an angry person before, like, that I ever remember in my life, Mm -hmm. getting to the point where, like, the only thing I'm feeling is Mm. anger. (laughs) Like, that's the only feeling I can identify right now. And just feeling so isolated in that. Mm -hmm. And so I love that Heather um, just brings it out into the open. Like, that's something that we all struggle with. It's not just me, you know. And Mm -hmm. I think that alone can help it to help you to resolve it and to work through it, knowing that you're not the only person struggling with right. it. Right. You know? And
1: she was very honest in that chapter in her story and seeking counseling. And she's definitely an advocate for like, Hey, let's get some help because anger, you know, as you learned in in classes, that's like the top, part of the iceberg and then it's like okay let's unpack this and find out what's underneath here and where are we going but like you were saying like you could only identify anger at that moment and it's just like okay I'm do I just not know the words yet or am I just spinning and I'm in that fight or flight right you can't even because then your brain doesn't even work right right at
0: that point there's no no, logically thinking about anything what is it
1: lizard brain or whatever yes (laughs) and you're like ma so it's just like I think I've been able to learn as we've walked through the different restoration classes that we took with emotionally healthy spirituality and then mending the soul. And then we're starting reading wisdom of the heart, which we're going to talk about more later, but it just has like so many more tools and more words to wrap around. like, okay, wait, let's pause and go, what is happening here? Cause then you're like, because, like, the going back to, like, the quote-unquote good mom, like, we want to have connection with our kids, and we want to be there with them and enjoy dinner time and enjoy bedtime. It's like – but then if you get off on the wrong track and then needs aren't being met because they aren't understood from your half or your child's half, it's just, like – yeah. Wait a minute, we both need a timeout here. Not just right. your kid, right? It's right. like I think most of the time I need a timeout. Like, I'm the one that needs the timeout. Yeah. Out. yeah. Like, Mommy's going to time out. See you in a minute. Like <laughs> pause here. Yeah. Yes. Like it's so real and Yeah. And in the moment it feels so hard. Like it's this mm-hmm. huge mountain whapping
0: you in the face again. Like, here we are again. Right. Yeah. And especially as those emotions are rising, it feels like you're becoming less and less in control of what's happening. Mm -hmm. And so having that skill to like, which I'm learning is a skill, the skill to pause and go, Oh, what am I, what's happening right now? You know, it's not Mm -hmm. like you just find out, Oh, I need to do this and then are able to do it. You have to practice it, you know? So, right. Um, I loved what Heather said um, in this chapter. She said, the body is crying out for rest. Perhaps oh. the anger is really guilt from wanting rest, but putting her kids' needs before her own. In taking care of her physical body, she is able to better care for the needs of her kids. And this reminded me, too, of our last book that we featured, um, The Lazy Genius Way and The Principle of Scheduling Rest. Uh-huh. Um, because, you, you know, it's like if you wait until the point where you're like, I really need it, then yeah. it's almost past being helpful, you know. <laughs> like, right. So to schedule it in so that you get it before you get to a breaking point, I think, is right. so, so important. And then yeah. you have that time to, like, slow your brain down and be mm-hmm. able to think through the things instead of just going, going, going until you kind of crash into an emotional wall, you yeah. know.
1: And I have to remember that Riker needs that downtime also, like, and Stefan needs that time. And we all need it in different layers and different levels, right? Or I don't even know if that's the right way to say it. But the other day, um, we were, Riker and I were going over to my parents' house so Stefan could have some quiet time at home. And Riker just was missing his dad and wished he could just hang out with dad all day. But it was like, and then it was a little bit traumatic trying to leave and transition and figure out everybody's needs and wants and whatever. And then in the car, right, I was telling Riker, I'm like, we get to honor and respect each other by giving each other time and then later we're going to have more quality time with daddy and we get to learn about what we need and we can learn what other people need. And so it was like this. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord, for helping me. Like, <laughs> like, not just be like, your dad doesn't want to hang out with you. That That's right. not what the message was. It was, I really want to hang out with you, buddy, but I need some time. And yeah. it's like, and then I have to remember, because we have a different rhythm, Riker and I at home most of the days and homeschooling and. Whatever that looks like. But yeah. just remembering that I don't need to always be entertained and engaged with him. But like yeah. Heather's talks about, is it in these chapters or later, the mommy time? I think, it I was think that was one. in chapter 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of just giving that dedicated time. And that so helped when Riker was like two and three, especially. I mean, still now, but... I remember it was like a nightmare to take a toddler somewhere if they were screaming and didn't want to put their shoes on. It was just like, yes, am I going to manhandle my child into the car seat right now and nobody right? has peace? Or, oh, if I play for 10 minutes before that, then the transition to get our shoes on and go to the grocery store or go to a play date was much nicer. And it was yeah. like, okay,
0: we're yes. connecting
1: and we're meeting the needs of our heart and then
0: Yeah. So the mommy Mm -hmm. time is where she was talking about taking time to connect individually for those Mm -hmm. who have multiple kids individually with each of your kids, because often the negative attention seeking behavior that they're doing is because they haven't received that connection with you. And so, like you said, doing it beforehand so that they feel connected when you do have to give them instructions or say something that might might not make them very happy you know right right <laughs> then there there's that really like kind of the love bank like they talk about yeah is that in the the love, love languages? languages yeah i think yeah so. how you know when you're feeling empty <laughs> then everything is kind of bigger and scarier than it needs to yeah. be but when you're feeling filled up it's easier to like have that resilience you know mm-hmm. that's good yeah so um Chapter 10, I, we were talking about Heather's, so Heather gives the example of a horse, uh, riding a horse. And um, as it relates to discipline, not like um, discipline in that as parents, we're discipling our kids, you know, so that that kind of thing. Ongoing, every day,
1: ongoing, (laughs) ongoing, ongoing, yeah.
0: Yeah, so she gives the picture of riding a horse and... um, the instructor kept telling this certain person that was struggling with their horse that you're not doing anything wrong. Just keep directing them mm-hmm. to the right position, to the right path. Like, so, man, I think that's a big one because oftentimes, yeah. like, I get in my head like, oh, they're disobeying. What did I do wrong? You know, right. instead of like, oh, this is just an opportunity to recorrect or to re, yeah. um, you know, What's it called uh, when you have Direct? like a GPS or recalculating or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. like so, buffering like the computer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just get back to the space, you know, mm-hmm. the direction that you need to be going. So, yeah. Um, and uh,
1: lots of lessons in patience in those moments, right? Like, yes. And removing yourself from the, like, I think in chapter nine, she was talking about, I can only control myself. Um, can't control your kid. Like, and I think that's where we get yes. – or I can get hung up and I I perceive that other people are trying to control their child instead of – oh, they have their own will and emotions and yeah. they're entitled to them and – Right. It's like sometimes I'm like, all right, does it really matter if Riker puts a coat on right now? Like, does he just get to choose <laughs> that, you know, like natural consequences kind of a thing? Like, yes. Like, what is the – Point here. Like, do I always want to have a, a coat on so I look like a good mom? That right. I'm my coat, my kid, and my coat are, I can't even say it right. <laughs> that, that looks like the picture of, oh, yes, like, oh, I'm he a responsible his, parent. He's man, he doing got his well. coat He'll on, and it's like, well, maybe he's hot and he doesn't want to wear,
0: you know, like, yeah. and we're walking five <laughs> seconds to the car. Like, does that i don't know but yes yeah and i think that kind of goes back to what she talks about in chapter one of letting them be a jerk you know it's like yeah they they have they need some autonomy in their decisions you know and that can make things so much easier um and i i was i was just thinking back you know as you're talking about like it's just something you do over and over again like Mm -hmm. getting them back into the right Mm -hmm. direction it reminded me of a conversation that i had with my father-in-law one time because he you know so daniel is has two older or uh, an older and a younger brother but they're all you know fairly close in age and um so he knows what it's like to parent multiple boys which i Uh think sometimes um You know, I have one brother, so it always the sibling interactions seemed a little different when I was a kid Uh than I experience now with my two boys. And so I was talking to him one time and was just kind of like, like, will I ever see like the, you know, will they ever like get what I'm saying and like listen? Uh And he was like, there's going to be a lot of years where you're just saying the same thing over and over and over Uh again. And you won't see the fruit until they're older. Mm-hmm. but it's worth it. And, like, so to be reminded from someone that had, you know, obviously his children made it and turned out okay because I married one of them, you know? Right. and You so like it's- him. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's like, oh, there is hope, like, but it is just kind of being persistent and dedicated mm-hmm. to nicely, kindly, you know, as much as possible, saying that, d- directing them, to the right Right. place so i like
1: what heather says and she's like um you are loved no matter what and this isn't tough love or love that lets kids off the hook the key is to demonstrate love in ways that hold them accountable for learning without exasperating them and it was and that's in the section connect and then correct like so i just felt like that was a um, like, what are our words saying? Like, do I only love you when you put your coat on and get in the car? Right. It's like, no, I love you all the time. Yes. And I don't want to exasperate you so much the point that putting your coat on is, like, the worst thing in the world. You know, like, right? I don't know why I'm picking on that example, but it's just like, Yeah. wait a minute here. I, I care about you and I want you to be warm, but I also care about your choices. And, you know, like, I don't yeah. know how that, like, how do yeah. you not – well, that's
0: great. Well, then yeah. she talks about Karis Kimmel Murray, I guess, another author that uh-huh. had some questions for people to consider as they're like yeah. going through these daily decisions. And it was, is this sin or simply childishness? Mm. Will this situation matter in ten years? And we were using these kind of questions to weigh our perspective on some dinner time things because like I'm one of those people where loud chewing just kind of makes me feel crazy Mm -hmm. and um one of my children (laughs) chews very loudly and he Mm -hmm. kind of doesn't pay attention to what's happening at all and so I'm always like chew with your mouth closed come on like um and so lately I've been quieting myself during dinner and going okay, is this going to matter in 10 years? Like, I'm hoping in 10 years, he'll have some more self-awareness to be able to like, eat with people with manners, you know? Yeah. And I can gently remind him, but to keep like writing him about it is not helpful. And it just makes me grumpy, you know? So it's like my own opportunity to grow up and kind of like, get a handle on it, lady, Mm -hmm. you know, like you might be annoyed, but you need to You can you control yourself. You can't control how he's chewing. You know, so right. And then maybe soft dinner music will help. Yeah,
1: (laughs) soften the. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How can we lazy genius the dinner noise struggle? And (laughs) And knowing like like that's his what like you were saying like is he just not paying attention and then he will and so just like giving space for that learning to happen because like you're like Daniel was telling you you're gonna tell them many times and so that sounds like one of those many time things of right? we believe it's um, important to cl- chew with your mouth closed or, right? let's practice that or you know like maybe get peanut butter and go or right? Mm, how can we I don't know if that would be helpful or more noisy oh yeah and then you yes. were talking about again the connected families and I love their yes. podcasts with Heather they've been on a few different times and
0: yes and that's the, Jim is it Jim and Lynn Jackson is that correct yes okay Jim and Lynn Jackson they have a program it's like a program right connected families
1: I've signed up for it took some of the sessions they're still in the email box that I can watch them (laughs) I'm like I should watch more about that right they have some really powerful ways to connect before you're Yelling and correcting and... Yes. I love the handle.
0: Yeah. I've loved their episodes on the Don't Mom mm-hmm. Alone podcast, so we'll have to link some of those in the show notes, because they yeah. are so good and mm-hmm. such a good reminder, like, as you start to, as us as parents start to veer off course of going the wrong direction, mm-hmm. like, helps to remind you what matters the most, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, connection with your kids, not mm-hmm. this perfect cookie cutter, you know, like, right. person. So... It's like, wait a minute here. Yeah. So that brings me to my verse for today, Mm -hmm. which is um, Colossians 3, 12 through 14. Uh, It says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Mm-hmm. I love that verse because it just reminds me that this whole parent-child relationship isn't the end all the be all end all of how I relate to my kids. Like they are holy and dearly loved because they are God's chosen people too. Yeah. Yes. And They deserve my compassion, my kindness, my Mm -hmm. humility, my gentleness, and my patience. And they deserve forgiveness Mm -hmm. just as much as I need forgiveness and deserve forgiveness, you know. So um, that just kind of changes, resets my perspective to a right perspective of what it's all about, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. In my little, in my Bible, the heading is the character of the new man. So it's like... Mm. Jesus comes into our life and then we get to put on these qualities, these attitudes, these things. And we're like, and that's a, if you're like most people, you get dressed every day and you put right. on <laughs> clothes. And so it's a very action oriented thing. So I appreciate that. Like, it's like, we get to be a part of that process. So, we'll be, and Jesus doesn't leave us alone. It's like, amen. We don't mom alone. We don't life alone. Yes. Yes. It's not how it's intended anyway. It's like, so it's like, let's find some people. So thanks for being my people, <laughs> my person.
0: Yes. Thanks for being my person to point friend.
1: me back to Jesus again and again. Cause it's like, okay, wait, Hey Tess, remember we get to put on love,
0: right? Yes. That's good.
1: Yeah. <sighs> now we All can right. start preaching. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, and so, if you guys haven't picked up this book, I highly recommend the Don't Mom Alone book. Like, it's yes. been so encouraging to my heart. And it's definitely one I'm going to pick up and reread different yes. parts. Like, oh, what did what was that about? Because she has verses and stories packed in here. So it just yeah, is like. Yeah, it's so good.
0: So And tangible. even if you have it, buy, it's good to buy for someone else, for a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like. Great Christmas gifts, great mm-hmm. birthday, you know, just for mothers moms Day? in your life. Oh, that's a perfect one. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey. Right. So it's such a good book with lots of nuggets of wisdom mm-hmm. and reminders that of you know of who God made us to be, who God made our children to be. So mm-hmm. it's so good. You guys can find us on Facebook, message us if you have any questions or need us to pray for you or anything like that. Um. yeah anything yeah.
1: else Corey just this episode will be somewhere in March so happy March y'all yes
0: <laughs>
1: keep marching on
0: right there we go <laughs> you're doing All great right. friends <laughs> alright thanks everybody we'll bye see you later ladies. bye